You're listening to Behind the Bliss, a weekly podcast where Rachel Autry brings conversations to you from women that share what's behind their highlight reel. Each episode is designed for you to see a message from the mess and encourage you to find balance in the bliss. We know that what you're facing is important for shaping who God has created you to be. Some may say it's a process that often happens behind the bliss. Here's today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Bliss podcast. My name is Rachel Autry, and I'm the host around here, bringing you conversations from women and a few men that seriously encourage me that are bringing great things into the world, whether it's books, movies, music, you name it, or just plain old joy. Just so glad you're here to listen to what we have today. We have an actual treat, and I am... I'm grinning ear to ear. We just finished recording and I'm recording this intro for you. And I am on cloud actual nine. I got to speak with Kathy Lee Gifford, who is one of my childhood heroes. I grew up watching her on Regis and Kathy Lee. Also grew up watching her then on the Today Show with Hoda Kotb. Just really have so many amazing memories of her being in my life, whether she knew it or not, around the dinner table, around breakfast with my grandparents, whatever it looked like. I have always admired who Kathy Lee Gifford is and all that she does. Miss Kathy Lee Gifford is a TV personality. She's an actress, a best-selling author. She's written songs and her newest project, which is so much fun. And I can't wait to share with you more about it today. And our conversation is her film, The Way. This movie brings stories all throughout the Bible to life like you've never seen them before. She is merging the ancient stories with modern storytelling, with powerful narration some amazing visuals that are going to be so much fun to see in person, and musical arrangements like you've seriously never heard before. I had the chance to watch the movie before we were able to speak today, and it was amazing. I will definitely be bringing more of my family to go see it in theaters on September 1st, but if you're listening to this episode afterwards or for some reason can't get there, you'll be able to stream it as well later on. We'll put all this information in the show notes for you so you can go view it however is easiest for you. But more than anything, this conversation is full of wisdom. She just breathes life. She speaks so eloquently and has so many nuggets from the Bible to share that just makes sense. She shoots us straight and tells us what we should and should not be doing based on what she's learned in her time in the entertainment industry, but also as a believer, which is really hard to balance both. But she has done this in a beautiful way and has so many things to share with us about her journey. Miss Kathy Lee Gifford, what an honor to have you here with me today. I have to tell you um, that when we first started this podcast, we made up a dream list of people that we would eventually want to have on the show. And you were on our dream list. And here you are. This is just so cool. Full, Full circle story. God can do great things. And he's doing some mighty things in you right now. And that's why I'm so excited to have you share all of it and your wisdom. I'm just like, I'm just going to sit here with my hands open. <laughs> Projects I got out the wazoo. Wisdom, mm, whatever. Supply. Well, they totally, they, I mean, like they overflow out of the projects, which is what I respect about you and who you are. You are like the go-getter, the chaser that I'm going to, I'm going to do it because it's what I desired to do with your gifts and your passions. But I feel like there is so much, you can just see the why behind it. You can see the joy. It, it just like, it makes sense. And oh, good. I, I feel like you need to know that because as a project doer myself on a different scale, I'm like, sometimes you have to wonder and question, are people really, are they getting it? Are they getting the reason? Oh, why oh I have to, I question that 
most of my life. Yeah. Most of life. And when you read scripture as much as I do and study it, uh, that's, that's pretty typical of a follower of, uh, Jehovah God. Yeah. We, we, there's much more we don't know than what we know. And I think that's by design. So it keeps us, uh, in, in need of him, keeps us on our knees and it keeps us, uh, mine are arthritic now, but you know, know, I'm I'm not on my knees like I used to be, but it keeps you, uh, humble. And that's, that's one of the, uh, the, the hugest points, um, the pride comes literally before the fall. And it's people of great faith have fallen because they lost their humility before the Lord. I don't want to be there. I don't want to go there. Me? Those, that never ends well, you know? I was about to say, we have plenty of those stories in the Bible. <laughs> yeah, Plenty of them to read from. I love this idea of just kind of being humble and following where God's calling you to be because you've been plenty of places. I mean, metaphorically. And also, yeah. I'm sure. And literally. Just, and literally, yes. But the idea of who you are is so neat because, can we just go over all the things that you are? You, I mean, TV personality, <laughs> songwriter, director, author, all the things. And then there's the personal too, grandmother, mother, all the things. Um, I want you to almost just like... Just kidding. It's just... (laughs) The list goes on and on and on and on and on. But I am really, really excited to talk specifically about your two latest projects today, which I'm sure we're going to dive into because they're beautiful. And it almost touches on this topic of making God real and bringing him to to our eyes to like to visually understand him experience him because that's what he wants for us to be able to experience him every day and you made it really easy well thank you yeah it all started with a uh the the, the film came first before the, the the book the book is is written as a companion piece to the movie the way and that was just what some would call a fluke and but you know in the in the hebrew language there is no word for uh coincidence wow. because that Jews believe that God is either sovereign God in all things, or he's not sovereign at all. And he's not God then at all. So when we think that something just was, was a coincidence, you know, or like kids like to call it a coinky dink. No, they, they don't exist because God is, God is the one, God who sees us. He sees everything. He knows everything. He, he plans everything. He sustains all things, the scripture says. So we, we just can't box God in anymore. And then we can't limit him. He is the creator of all things and for all eternity. And we don't worship him that way enough. And so I sat down near here in, uh, in Franklin, Tennessee about four years ago to write with a, uh, a writing session with a, a person I'd never met before, but I admired a lot, a beautiful, beautiful singer and songwriter named uh, Nicole C. Mullen. And uh, when you go to these rites, they're called, uh, you don't you don't really go knowing what you're going to do, uh, what, what you're going to write about. You just show up. And it's fascinating to me. I love doing that. I love to collaborate. Nicole doesn't like to collaborate. She rarely <laughs> does. So she was coming with a little bit more hesitancy than I was. And I had Hagar on my heart. And of course, the Lord had placed Hagar on her heart. And I had, and the Lord had revealed a scripture to me I'd never seen in all my years of studying that said, I will be a ring of fire around her. I will be the glory in her midst. Hmm. Because Zechariah was talking about um, uh, Jerusalem being surrounded by her enemies but I just thought that was going to be beautiful poetry to somehow use in talking about Hagar, who was lost in the desert, not lost. She'd been abandoned there and, and in the worst experience of her life with her, with her young son. 
who wasn't as young as we think of Ishmael. We think of him as a baby. He was not. He was probably in his early teens by then. Uh, when you study rabbinically, you learn these kinds of things that really fill in a lot of the blanks in the Bible. Mm. But that doesn't matter to our story. The matter is, I started writing with her. We had to stop. She was going to Nigeria. I had to go back to the Today Show. I said, don't worry, I'll finish the song. I went back to Connecticut. And 11 and a half minutes later, I'd finished not a song, but an oratorio, which is a, a musical. <laughs> It just was unexpected, but when you let the Holy Spirit have His way, that's right. It's it's just it's just like the loaves and the fishes. When the little boy gave up his loaf and his fish to the Lord, he had no idea he was going to feed multitudes. He just that's gave so a good. gift. He gave mm-hmm. his gift, you know, out of the purity of his heart, and that's why of, of such is the kingdom of heaven. God says, you know, he just. It was all he had, but he, I have a fish and some, you know, I mean, you can just see a, a precious child doing that, can't you? Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, that's what we did that day. I gave it that she came back. It, it ended up being what it ended up being. We, I added a 65 piece orchestra. We went to Israel. We shot it. It became the first oratorio called The God Who Sees. Millions and millions of downloads later and miracles to go with them. I thought, this is what I'm supposed to do now for the rest of my life is take these epic stories in the Bible, bring them to life, bring them to life in a brand new way that the world's never experienced. Because I really, all my life, my ministry has been to the, to the unchurched. My, 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 uh, I was a missionary to the, to the, uh, the world. Jesus said, go into all the world and make disciples of all people. But we as Christians, especially in the Western culture, have been taught, don't go there, don't go there. And we're not unlike first century, well, the Jews in Jesus's time. The Jews were told, don't go to the other side. That's where the pagans live. And no, so nothing's really changed. We just stay in our comfort zone. And that's not where God wants us to be. So anyway, I wrote three more oratorios and the movie started to take shape. I didn't know what they were going to end up being for. I thought maybe just symphony concerts. I did not know. And it ended up becoming this, this film, this epic film and that I shot. I couldn't shoot all of it in Israel because COVID had happened by then. We shot this movie and during COVID, we went to very, very um, remote places in Utah, remote places in in Texas and in uh, here in not so remote, but more in, in here in Nashville. And it just worked. Every one of these four oratorios are completely different. They take you through the story of the Bible from the dawn of creation all the way through the calling of Abraham and Sarah to build a nation for God, to the coming of, the, of Jesus through Mary, and all the way to when Jesus calls his disciples and says, get in the boat and meet me on the other side. I had no idea. People say, well, so, they, they're talking about how brilliant it was, how, how masterful. And I'm going, I didn't write it. <laughs> I had no idea what it was going to be. I don't sit down with a plan. I just pray that the Holy Spirit will take over my gift, whatever it is, and let me write whatever he wants me to write. And this is me. I was on a, a call the other day with Matthew West, another songwriter. Matthew. Yes. He's with you in Nashville. Um, he's really close. So we were talking about this idea of why is my neighbor. he is your neighbor. I love it. How this idea that sometimes as believers, we like complicate this idea of what we should be doing or what's next or what God has us doing and, um, purpose and calling become so big and intimidating that we kind of stumble approaching it. And what we really need to recognize is kind of what you were saying at the beginning 
and he said this best, I thought it was so beautiful, that our God is not a one-dimensional God and neither is his creation. And if you look outside, you see like, okay, trees, I mean, something can happen to them in a storm and they can fall down or they can bloom and they can change colors, but so can we if we're the same kind of creation. And I think that the metamorphosis of what God can bring you through is so neat if and when you say yes to what the Holy Spirit has for you. And this is a testimony of everything that this film is, is saying, I'm just going to do a little bit with what I've got and then see what God turns it into. And here we are with these four oratorios. uh, Four oratorios, a full-fledged motion picture with a symphonic they're called oratorios because it's really just a storytelling with with a, a, a bed of symphonic music underneath it. Mm-hmm. And I called, I would have loved to have had Matthew, maybe on the next one I'll call Matthew. Uh, I just called people I'm, I'm really close friends with down here. And uh, uh, I didn't have to cast it by any, I just called my friends. They all agreed to do it for free because they knew my heart. I ended up paying them along the way because the Bible says a workman is worth their hire. It was during COVID and everybody was happy to have some money during that time. Uh, even the really, really successful ones, you know, money was tight for everybody during COVID and, and all these artists stopped, stopped, stopped touring and that's their bread and butter. So it was wonderful to be able to find places we could shoot and not to be masked up and all of that stuff. And, and then be able to be, be a community of like-minded believers, just trying to, trying to bring the ancient stories to life in a modern, way in some ways and but in a even if it was the ancient stories i tried to make the music mm-hmm. uh accessible and, and I've, I've wrote with many different composers on this so it's all different and that's what i like about it mm-hmm. um god shows up uh all the time but he also shows off that's right you know look at the sunset look at a sunrise he's you know that's gonna she's gonna show up with him and then he does his best work when he shows off oh that's so beautiful i have to brag I got to see the film before anybody else. <laughs> um, why not? Not anybody else. There was a few of us that kind of got selected to see Did you enjoy it? I thought it was beautiful. I oh, I loved the narration. I loved um, how, like you said, bringing ancient stories to life. And I think that that is the gap that a lot of believers find is reading stories in the Bible. And it's, you seem so detached that it's really hard for you to understand what's happening in culture or why something is significant. And so anytime someone takes an ancient story and brings it in modern day, it's one of my favorite things. And yes. this is on that list because it makes God real. It makes God tangible and shows us like, oh, wait, that was, that was exactly relevant. That re- was a real story. This is not a fairy tale. These are real people. This really happened to them. Yes, that's right. And, and this is their reality. And because they walked through that reality, we have a better picture of who God is. And so when we don't, get the full concept of all these people and what God brought them through and how he revealed himself to them. And it's hard for us to be in recognition of the God that we serve. So, well, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So mm-hmm. the people that actually I, I asked to be, uh, to play Abraham and Sarah, uh, I thought, Lord, do you want me to ask, you know, Amy, Amy uh, Grant and her husband, you know, Vince Gill, because you know, everybody knows them and everybody loves them. And they're, they're, they, the Lord said, no. I want you to ask Matthew Baher, your publisher, and his wife, Julie, who's a wonderful <laughs> singer, but, you know, she's not a well-known singer. And, and and I love these guys, and I know that they're brilliant, you know, brilliant singers, but certainly not household names. And I said, why, Lord? He said, because they will understand 
the, what Sarah and Abraham went through. Turns out, and I didn't know this at the time, that they had been, had their own personal battle with infertility for years. Wow. And they were going through IFV, IVF hell at the time. Mm-hmm. And I asked them to, 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 to play it. We went out to, to uh, Utah. We shot it. They were great. And we came home, and about three months later, I get a call from them. We're pregnant. No. We're pregnant. Way. And their little boy, Jackson, also known as Ishmael to me, because I'm not Ishmael, Isaac, <laughs> Isaac was, was Hagar's. But uh, I, I said, how is little Isaac? And they just laughed because they, you know, they are Abraham and Sarah had a baby. Yeah. Changed the world, changed the, but isn't that amazing? God wanted yes. me to choose a couple that, to show that even in 2021, it was then God sees them and God understands their longing for a family and God blessed them with a beautiful child. His miracles don't change. His miracle-making ways don't change. We're the ones that change as a result of knowing him and walking with him. Trends change, politics change, you know, boundaries change, all kinds of things. But but eternal God is the rock of forever who doesn't change like shifting shadows. Thank God. Thank God. I think it's something that I can... This is my favorite part of doing this show, too, is listening almost to myself talking to you speak and think, what are people thinking behind their own little headphones or right. their speakers? And I think that there's a few people I can imagine listening to you speak and being like, wow, how eloquent, what a dream. Like that would be my thing if I could only operate in the spirit like they're talking about. Because like I said in the beginning, it is an intimidating idea because I don't, I don't know. I, may, I don't know what even why it's intimidating for some people. But I would love to hear kind of you speak through the changing and the shifts that your heart has maybe gone through from being in a ministry that doesn't look like a vocational ministry, like being on television or all, I mean, all the things that you've been through with Regis and Hoda and On The Today Show and all these people that you've been able to be introduced to, divine encounters, opportunities, all these things. I want to hear you almost speak through to the people who feel like they're not in that position or. Well, I was one of those people that was not in that position. Mm -hmm. I started out with lowly, lowly beginnings. So did my husband, Frank. And, you know, my dad had three jobs and my mom sold eggs door to door. I had a dream of being an actress and a singer. I wrote a letter to Walt Disney when I was a child saying, you need to meet me. I'm known for my (laughs) I got a form letter back from Walt Disney said, maybe we will work together. You work hard, Kathy, and, and I'd love to work with you someday. Ended up, I then signed with uh, Buena Vista uh, Television to do uh, Live with Regis and Kathy Lee. And that's the television arm of, Dis- of Disney. Ended up doing Disney movies. Wow. I could have never foreseen those things happening, but I, but God saw, me, saw it. God, want, God, God knew my dreams. He said, seek first the kingdom of God my kingdom and my righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. And because when you do seek him, your, the, the, the desires of your heart do change. Mm-hmm. That's a little secret in there. You'll get, you'll get the, this and the, this and the genie rub and the, and no, you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All of a sudden you want different things in life. That's so you good. Know, yeah. You want different things. And as I matured in life, I wanted different things. And God just led me. I think the one thing he taught me early, early on was never to separate the secular from the spiritual. I think we, we tend to think of our, our Christian life and our life at our work or our life at whatever, our, my school. No, 
the Bible does not, the Bible says in him, we live and move and have our being. Mm. It doesn't say in him, we visit once a week in a building and listen to a nice story and, and sing some nice songs and say some prayers and go home to our other life. No, we live one life, one life in the spirit, in our community and in intimacy with Jesus. And it should be an authentic life. And you should be the same person that shows up on a movie set as this shows up at church. Don't yeah. separate the two. Don't ever let Satan give you that lie because you'll end up trying, you'll be somebody different in both places. That doesn't honor the Lord. He wants us to be who we are. And as a result, he led me to movie sets. He met, you know, uh, Broadway. He led me all over the world and recording and symphonies and, and all. I never would have dreamed it except that I started to love him and, and follow him when I was 12 years old. And I didn't, you never ask the rabbi where you're going to go or what, is, what you're going to learn. That's offensive to rabbis. I was a little Jewish girl. You learn that. You don't ask the rabbi where he's going to lead you or what you're going to, he's going to teach you when you get there. By faith, you walk in his footsteps. And Jesus was the ultimate rabbi. So I know a lot of people want to have a lot of answers right now about their futures. You know, that, that, that's not the way God works. He gave, gave us manna for each day alone, 24 hours. The manna then turned into maggots if we, if we expected it to last till the next day. That was not to keep us hungry. He gave us all we needed. It was to keep us needy for him. And when we're needy, we tend to stay closer to the shepherd. That's so good. And as Jesus as a rabbi, I love that idea because it brought to mind his yoke is easy and his burden is light. So although, yes, he's going to ask us to do things, it's going to it's going to make sense one day. And he's yes. never going to ask you some something that wouldn't bring glory back to him. So you're right. going to walk away from your yes with a testimony if it's an obedient. Yes, that's a great way to say it. You certainly will. And so. Yes. And then at the collection of all these testimonies, it's going to become easier to say yes and to change and, and to pivot. It becomes your story, your life yeah. story, your love letter, back and forth, his to you and yours to him. And that's, okay. that's what it was always intended to be. You know, God breathed his life into us in a garden. Hmm. That's where he always intended us to be, but he knew we wouldn't last very long. <laughs> yeah. And then he had to make a way to make it right, had to make a way to make it right. And this is about the way. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, mm -hmm. and the life. No one comes unto the Father except through me. And people think that they, that we're showing intolerance in this world. Well, there's many, many ways to God. That's not what Jesus said. I think that God can find you if you're on any way to uh, what you consider God is. God is bigger than anything. And he can see you on any route and every any road you're on. But ultimately, I find comfort in knowing that the one who's actually there to greet us it's going to be Jesus. He's the only one who died for us. He's the only one that literally poured out his blood that we might have life. And if anybody has knows mercy and, 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 and forgiveness for us, it's the one who died for us. So if you want to see anybody at, that, at, at the gate, <laughs> if there is a gate, there's no such thing as the pearly gates. That's just, you know, that's a fancy <laughs> thing. But if, at the, the entrance way to the, to the next life, let's put it that way. But praise God, it's Jesus. Jesus is the most inclusive, loving, radical example of love the world has ever or ever will see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is why it's so important to bring the Bible to life, either on your own in your quiet time or whatnot, because the entire Bible 
from Genesis all the way to Revelation is this testimony of him giving us second, third, fourth chance. Okay, let's try this instead. Anybody. No, <laughs> no, anybody. no, no. And, and yet a- many, many Christians have fallen into all of that now too. Mm-hmm. It's very upsetting some of the stuff I'm reading and seeing and talking to some of my friends. I'm going, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. What are you talking about? They're, they've, they've moved away from what the scripture says. And you do that at your own peril. There is no greater teaching, no greater teaching than what you will find in the original source of the Hebrew and the Greek. And, the, and now there are bad translations that can lead you on another journey. Don't follow it. Don't follow it. Fight it. Everybody likes to be hip and cool and happening. Well, Bible's full of stories that thought they were hip and cool and happening and ended up, you know, um, you know, by the side of a road somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. that's not what God has for us. He wants, he talks about in John 10, 10, I, um, you know, um, uh, the thief comes to steal and kill and destroy, but I've come that you might have life and life abundantly. The word for life in the Greek there is Zoe, mm-hmm. Z-O-E, and it means so abundant and overflowing, it cannot be contained. We will not have that kind of life following our own way or di- di- diverting ourselves from God's way. It's just not to be had. It, it looks glamorous and it looks exciting and it looks like a tinkling and, you know, let's, oh, 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 it's the shiny penny. No, that leads you to despair. Chaos. Chaos. In the beginning, the Lord says, there was, there was nothingness. Ba- the basic word for that in the Hebrew is the chaos. And, and God hovered over it. And that basically, the word for that is his shalom. His shalom hovered over the nothingness, the chaos in the world. And when we move away from him, chaos comes right back and fills that void, right back. The chaos of addiction, the chaos of brokenness, the chaos of, of, of uh, um, uh, oh gosh, broken dreams, you name it, lost, unhappiness, unforgiveness. There's a million words for it despair, destruction, uh, desolation, all the Ds. And Jesus is all the R's, resurrection, refreshment, uh, restoration, all the R's. You know, that's what I want in my life. Mm -hmm. And when I didn't follow him closely, I learned hard ways. I learned the hard way. And I went running back to him. You know, to to, to, um, the the word for, I won't do it in the Hebrew, but the the word basically it for um, repentance means to turn around. Turn around. That's what the prodigal did. He went and sinned and, and fell into ultimate total despair. What did he do? He turned around and went home to the father's house, Bet Av. And that's where our movie ends. That all of creation is about God longing to bring humankind back to the father's house. His mm-hmm. children were always intended to live in the father's house. Mama KLG came to keep us straight. <laughs> she's like your your boundaries and you're staying right here yes ma'am yes ma'am i you love can't it. hear your shepherd's voice honey you've moved away too much that's right <laughs> you've been in some places too that are quote-unquote worldly to know and to see this up close and personal from peers loved ones yourself to know so i'm like people we can listen to her <laughs> okay like well she- i've seen i've seen the despair up close i I watched for 35 years people come and go into studios where they brand new people with maybe their first hit and they've got 30 people hanging on and I'm going, mm. Oh, 
Mm, yeah. Way too many people. No, no, no. And then you, then they'll do, then Billy Graham would show up one day with one trusted friend, and you kind of go, he knew how to do it. Mm-hmm. He knew how to keep it simple, and keep it straightforward, and keep it sanctified. You know, I've never put it that way before, but it's true. Keep it sanctified. Keep it um, not secular or spiritual. It's sanctified. The word holy is kadosh in the, I love that in, in the Hebrew, but, but, but holy means basically set apart for sacred use. Like the, like the clothes that, that, that the Levite priest wore was holy mm. and the work and the work they would do and the utensils that they would use, they were holy set apart for sacred use. We don't worship that same way in our culture today, but we are to be holy, sanctified, and, and set apart for sacred use. And that could be as a plumber when you go into somebody's house. That could be as a politician when you're trying to get laws changed. That could be when you are a missionary anywhere in the world where there's need, and that's everywhere. Or it could be if the, the Lord calls you into the, the entertainment field, you know, God always called me to just love people the same, just love them the same. He said to me something, Rachel, the other day to me that I just am still in awe of because I love to just hear his voice and say, what do you mean, Lord? Reveal that to me. He said, Kathy, I want you to love people. And then when you keep loving them, keep loving them until you no longer recognize the person they once were when you met them. He wants to love them so much that they get transformed by love. Not just saved, transformed into new creatures. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. We're not supposed to count the trophies that come down the aisle in the churches, how many more people we got on the on the books. No, people are not trophies. Mm-hmm. People are precious children of God. He wants us to keep loving them until you say, whoa, what happened to you? Mm-hmm. And they can say, Jesus loved me. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's because so-and-so introduced me to him, or so-and-so prayed with me, or so-and-so never gave up on me. You know, th- that's that's what it is to be a follower of Yeshua. Yeah. This almost brings a picture to my mind of someone going into your home, sitting at your dinner table for months and months and months and just stopping by and eventually getting to know the God you serve because you've invited them into your world that hopefully worships him in a way they've maybe never seen. And that can be completely, for me, I'll just speak personally, I feel like that's more meaningful to me. Than being preached at. Than getting preached at. Or hopping on a conveyor belt and spitting out Christians. (laughs) Yeah, cookie-cutter Christianity. I can't stand it. That's why I left college. That's why I left gospel music. It's why I left... I was, I got kicked out of the Brownies, get kicked out of Miss America, <laughs> Miss, Miss America. I got kicked out of Sunday school. I was always getting kicked out of stuff because I wouldn't follow the rules. Mm. I wouldn't follow them because I said, no, God is, God, God gave me a brain to use and wisdom to, 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 um, you know, cultivate. And I'm supposed to ask questions. And if they won't answer my questions, I'm going someplace where someone will. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get a reputation for being a little bit of a, troublemaker but uh jesus caused a lot of trouble he disturbed a lot of people yeah (laughs) and he also told us that in this world you will have trouble too but but take heart to be of great courage i have overcome the world Mm. so i just want people when they see this movie rachel to say oh thank you lord for reminding me of that i'm just one story in a series of 
of amazing people uh, um, in, in, in the journey that we're all on from Abraham and Sarah, you know, all the way through uh, the Bible. And now it's 2022 and, and it's my story now. And, and you're writing it, Lord. And I'm walking this walk with you. And I can't wait to see what you're going to do in my life if I trust you, because he will. And then I hope that they'll, like I said, bring bring friends to it. It'll open up a conversation. Hopefully it'll open up a, a, um, a friendship. And people who say, you know what, I never knew this about the Bible, or I never thought about it that way. Or, wow, these are real people. These are real stories. Right. Challenge the status quo. Yes. Challenge it. And don't don't settle for your grandma's Bible study. <laughs> your grandma's Sunday school. You know, we have no excuse anymore. We know there's, we have, the, we've had the Bible in bad trans, translations forever, but we didn't know how to just Google something and find out what it really meant in Greek or what it really meant in Hebrew. We have all kinds of help now. There's no excuse not to know what the Bible really meant when something's there. That's you right. know, use the, use the beautiful assets and apps and everything else that are available to you today to grow in your faith, not so you can get burdened by knowledge, and, but, but the word says that my people perish for lack of knowledge. And people are perishing spiritually because they just believe the same old stuff year after year after year, and there's no power in it, and they lose their joy, you know. The Bible says that in Nehemiah 8.10, the joy of the Lord is our strength. But right before that, it said, grieve not for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Right. Look at what it says before and after in the Bible, these, these scriptures that we know. And it gives different context. It's so interesting. Go to the Holy Land if you can. Read my book, Rock, Road, and Rabbi, if you can. It is one of the the most powerful, and it was all because the Holy Spirit was writing it, stories of how just going there, the rock is Jesus, the road is the Holy Land, and the rabbi is rabbinical teaching. That alchemy put together is so life-transforming, you can't even believe it. And to, in today's world, you don't have to physically go to the Holy Land to see pictures of it. To, we have uh, the Rabbi and I, Jason, are, who've just written the book that, that goes with the movie, have also started a series of, there's going to be, I think, 24, ultimately, we finished 12 uh, actual videos wow. where all of these things will be studied in video, too, for people that just don't have the time or the patience to read the book. <laughs> no, no, yeah, we'll, yes. we'll hunt them down and find them. There, there's right. a way we're going to get to their hearts. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, okay, so we have The Way, which is the film that we've been speaking about that we love, and that's available on September 1st for people to be able to go and view. And then there's hope. also the companion, the God of the way. And the, this is... and the, the movie will come out uh, at 201 uh, the next morning okay. in DVD. And it will be screen, uh, streamed on all kinds of platforms. And it will be, uh, I don't know, I, only God knows the future of it. These are the things we know for now. Okay. So if you miss the opportunity to see it in a movie theater, which I'm sorry about because uh, movies, <laughs> they deserve the, the popcorn and the movie you've, theater experience. You've seen the cinematography. Yes. I mean, it's, it's my, my cinematographer is a genius and uh, he makes everything look like it's a, a, a hundred million dollar Hollywood movie. He's just brilliant. And so is my creative director. So I couldn't have done it without them. If you read, if you stay with the movie to the very end, listen to the the music, which is, I had uh, written, uh, I'd had uh, my orchestrator take every song 
that's in the movie and put it in what we call an overture. Cause I thought this was going to be done in symphonic halls, you know, symphony halls. And I said, I've always loved a, a, an overture. So we did a 14 minute overture, but it's available also on Gaither music. You can go to the way music.com and find out all these things, but it, um, Oh, what was I going to say? I've got so much to tell you about. Um, but the music that you'll hear under the credits is the overture music. And it's powerful. It's just powerful. Music is the, is the ultimate universal language, you know? Mm-hmm. And it can move you deeply before you ever know that there are words to it. That's right. You know? That's something I recognize from this film, too. Just all the different arrangements and the music and the words it was one of those i found myself listening to moses who played moses billy gaines billy gaines, billy gaines i met when he when i first moved here to nashville i had there's something called tackle where you you hire somebody to come in and do you know little jobs for you all i had at my house was my piano and a, and a mattress so far and um he showed up to start hanging fans and lights and things like that he kept eyeballing my piano i said did you like my piano? And he goes, oh, it's beautiful. I said, do you play? He goes, yes, ma'am. I said, would you like to play it? And he goes, yes. Mm-hmm. Came over, sat down. And then a little later, he fixed something, did something, and came back. And he said, I said, "You, I bet you sing too, don't you? Because I heard him singing in another room. He goes, yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. Ended up playing some songs he'd written. He had been in gospel music. He'd be in his wife. And then his wife died and he'd fallen on you know, harder times. And all of a sudden, he was here right in this room. I'm sitting right here. Here's my piano. I can show you where he was. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. You see the... Wow. Yeah. And, and he came over, and I was here with my orchestrator, and I said, Billy, because I loved his... I said, how would you like to audition for Moses? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to be Moses? <laughs> okay. He sang for us. Boom. He was Moses. Wow. Okay. That song was one of the ones you're speaking about where you feel the passion, and you're like, wait. And then you start listening to the words and you're moved. Um, and That's the God of the how and when. Yes. And how he feels disqualified. And he's like, how me? Like, I don't understand. And God's like, we all do. You? Yes. Um, that spoke to me just for anyone listening. This is on my favorites list. And it is it is amazing. So if you can catch it in, in theaters, get a popcorn, get a Coke for me, and then sit in a seat and just enjoy because... It is so wonderful. And then it's going to be streamed later too. We'll put all this in the show notes. So if people are curious or listening to this later and want to get their hands on it, we can give them some some good resources. I am excited to ask you this question. It is the least bit spiritual and it's just really fun. Okay. okay. <laughs> what is your favorite thing you are loving these days that you have to share with our friends listening? We ask this to every guest. Uh, a product, you mean? Anything. It could be a product, a song, a ritual, anything that you have going on in your life that you're like, guys, you got to know about this. Oh, wow. At any other time, I probably just immediately, I'm just so saturated with what I'm doing right now with the, mm-hmm. with the, I don't know if you can get these anymore. This is, I ran out of these a while back and two friends found it for me on the internet. This is a Mark Jacobs. They're very Kardashian <laughs> lipsticks, but it's Mark Jacobs. It's just the best lipstick. Oh. It's just Best. Is that it's what you're wearing beautiful. right now? Yeah. Okay, and guys, it's, it's beautiful. I, I, if you're listening, just, just trust me. It goes, oops, it goes if you hold on to it. It just snaps. Ooh, and I just I can find it in my purse because what looks like that? Oh, it's Chloe Kardashian. No, I'm not. I'm kidding. Chloe, I, my God, <laughs> my children don't ask. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's the only thing that comes to mind because other than that, 
all I do is live, sleep and breathe, you know, the way and the God of the way right now, because, you know, it takes getting the word out so people can go and study the word. That's right. Getting the word out about it so that they can go and, and, and see it and hear it. And I pray be transformed by it and blessed by it. That's the whole purpose. Mm-hmm. I've got, I don't need trophies on my, on my walls. I don't need, you know, uh, any awards on uh, any more. I, I just, all of that is so, that's what the, the teacher Solomon said at the end of, uh, you know, the Proverbs is a nothingness. We always said vanity, vanity, all is vanity. That's a bad translation. What he was really saying is nothingness. It's all nothingness. Wow. It's chaos. That's the void, the void that the, that, the, that the Holy Spirit was hovering over. It's all that without him. He is the shalom. And people think shalom just means peace. And it's come to just mean that in some vernaculars, but way, but it's not. The shalom is every essence of God, his forgiveness, his righteousness, his justice, his peace, his joy, his, uh, you know, every attribute of, of, a, of an eternal God is shalom. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want in my life. Me too. I got enough burdens, baby. I don't know about you. I need I need a little more shalom. And that's one of my favorite songs. Shalom, shalom. That's that's reprised a couple of times in the movie. And uh and uh it's just each time you hear it, you just kinda go, Yes, that's what I want. More shalom in my life. Mm-hmm. More of the mm-hmm. Father, more of his son, more of the Holy Spirit. So beautiful. This is something that I'm really excited to share with our friends because faith is contagious and joy is contagious. The fruit of the spirit, you yeah. see it, you're like, I want that. I want that. Yeah. And I, want what she has, right? I want what she has. Exactly. And I feel like they're going to listen to this and say, I want what she's got. Not and- just this. This is easy. <laughs> Not just no. the Mark Jacobs. I just want the essence of that person. Right. I want to know what she knows. It keeps her happy, mm-hmm. um, excited, joyful loving to people, not bitching and moaning all the time, you know, like Debbie Downer constantly. No, Mm -hmm. I want to be around that person. And then the more you're around them, you realize, no, I want what they have. Exactly. It's free. And it's, it's, it's a, it's a free gift of, of the Holy Spirit. It's of Jesus died so we could have every good and perfect gift. That's right. And, and it's only, it's just for the asking. Hmm. Yep. The best news is that you can have it. You just have to ask. Right now, you want to pray to right now. Uh, for I would love nothing more. Yes, let's do, let's do that, Rachel. You want to start? I will. Lord, thank you so much. First and foremost, for just giving us a platform of freedom to be able to speak about who you are and what you're doing in our lives, and we do not take that for granted at all. And so we just we thank you for the cards that we're being played in right now, and the ears that are taking in the message and the hope and just the new characters of who you are. Um, we are just grateful for who you are and what you're doing in Miss Kathy Lee's life and the opportunity for her to be able to share parts and pieces of that with us today. And I on I just pray boldly that if anyone hears anything from today's conversation, it's that they have access and that this can be theirs too. Yes. And Lord. there's nothing holding them back from coming back to you or yes. meeting you for the first time. And that if there's any ounce of doubt or shame or anything that's keeping them away, we we just renounce that in the name of Jesus. Yeah, that is not of you. Father, I thank you for Rachel and her beautiful gift to to, uh, illuminate truth for people. Bless her, Lord. Bless her family. Bless her husband who serves our nation. Bless her children. Father God, we praise your name. 
I assume you're a mom. Did I did I get that right or wrong? <laughs> I am a mom to one and almost another. <laughs> That's so praise God. Yes, you're well, you're already a mom to her too, or him. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for her and we ask great blessing and covering over every person who's uh hearing this message today, mm-hmm. Father. Open up their hearts to it, not for our sake, Lord, but for yours and for theirs, that they may know a different kind of life, that they may know shalom and the peace of God that passes all understanding. In your holy name, Yeshua, we pray. Amen. This episode of Behind the Bliss podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more episodes so you don't miss episodes full of encouragement. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you the best content. See you in the next episode.